Saturday, we, of course, uh, all woke up to the news uh, that Kawhi Leonard, of course, is uh, no longer amongst us, is no longer uh, a Toronto Raptor. He will sign with the L.A. Clippers. By the way, and I know you can't see this on radio, this is my Kawhi Leonard, uh, Graham, you can see this, official NBA jersey. Uh, It's looking for a good home. (laughs) Are you actually going to be selling that? I don't even know. Do you think it's worth something? Is it like a collector's item maybe now? Yeah, wait, for sure, for wait sure. 50 years and that thing will be worth <laughs> 50? tons of money. Well, I think, I that's think the Graham's first number. For it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You know what? This was a lovely gift from the Raptors at the beginning of the season. They, they reached out and uh, they said, listen, we'd love to give you a jersey. Just uh, tell us which player. And I, thought, and I didn't know much about Kawhi at the time. And I thought, he's a new guy. He's supposed to be a big deal. The superstar. Uh, give me number two. Give me Leonard. And well, you know, what happened happened. And then I was like, oh, I got the Kawhi Leonard jersey. And now I'm like, oh, I got the Kawhi Leonard jersey. And I don't know how I feel about this because I know a lot of people, uh, Masai Ujiri, Nick Nurse, the coach. Uh, I mean, we expect the team to take the high road. But a lot of people in and around town and around the city also taking the high road saying, listen, he gave us one great year, brought a championship to this city. We should all be thankful. And we're always going to remember this year. And good on him. He, he's going home. He's going to Los Angeles. And I get that argument. I get that line of thinking. But... I don't know why, but I kind of feel upset. I feel a little angry about this. And I don't know if I should or if I'm justified in feeling angry because I don't think there's any other way to uh, sell this other than the fact that he chose not to be here. At the end of the day, Kawhi Leonard decided Toronto was not for him. But it it might not be because like a Toronto's fault. It might not be because Toronto's a bad place. It's just that he's going where he's, you know, known his whole life, where his home for him. Yeah, I know. And if you have the choice and no matter what, you're gonna be loaded and you're gonna make a huge impact and you're gonna be loved, then why not go somewhere you're comfortable? Well, listen, he made a huge impact and could continue to make a huge impact here and he was certainly loved in this city. I have never seen an athlete in just a single season be embraced in the city, in Toronto, like Kawhi Leonard was this season. And I don't know, maybe it's just my disappointment right now. And uh, I'm really kind of wrestling with this because I'm like, I understand why he's going. But on the other hand, uh, you feel I don't know, like a little betrayed, a little let down. And I know we've compared this uh, in the past to a relationship with, uh, you know, the, the chopper coverage and all the fans gathered out front of the uh, hotel. And uh, is Toronto not playing it cool enough? Are we like... Uh, you know, uh, chasing uh, somebody that uh, we really want to date just a little too hard. Should we be playing hard to get? And, and now we feel, I think, some people as if uh, we're the, the bitter ex that got like, like, here's what the Kawhi Leonard thing feels like. It feels like a great summer romance that then just ended. <laughs> we had a great time together. It was a short amount of time, but it was a great time together. And we will always have this uh, memory, but it's done and it's over. Let's get to Rob Leth from Global Sports in here. He's standing by in the line to discuss further. He joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Uh, Leth, when you saw the news uh, on Saturday over the weekend, what was your immediate feeling? Were, were you happy? Did you understand that Kawhi is going home, or were you a little little angry? Uh, I was actually surprised, not in the fact that he was going home. I'm surprised that he decided to go to the Clippers rather than the Lakers, because all of the talk leading up to it, it seemed like it was between those two teams and the Clippers had dropped out. And then all of a sudden, uh, it was actually early Sunday morning, I woke up to the news and I was like, the Clippers? Like Jalen Rose was saying 99% 
he was going to uh, come back to the Raptors and other people are saying, no, it's, it's the Lakers. And to find out it was the Clippers, it was like, what? What, yeah. what happened here? Well, you know what? Let's break that down a little bit because uh, for those who do not follow the NBA that closely, it's pretty interesting how these, uh, you know, A-level stars like uh, Kawhi Leonard can really call their shot. I mean, they're not only the star player on the team, it seems whatever team they're going to, they're the de facto general manager because he uh, laid out, uh, you know, some pretty big conditions in terms to come to the Clippers, most notably that uh, he wanted a certain player traded uh, to the Clippers if he was going to sign. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because Paul George is that player that went to the Clippers um, along with Kawhi Leonard uh, from Oklahoma City. And just last year, he signed this uh, long extension for the max money with the Thunder. So you think, you know, he's set there, but it doesn't really seem to matter in the NBA if, uh, if a player has the will uh, he can get out of that and get traded and uh, good on the Clippers for getting five first round picks along with Canadian Shea Gilgis uh, Alexander. But uh, it really is incredible to see how this all played out in the end, because literally nobody saw this coming. Like this was not rumored anywhere by any of the insiders. Yeah. So how does this work then? Does Kawhi Leonard phone up uh, a certain player that he wants to play with and say, listen, I'm thinking about going to the Clippers. It's where I want to be. I want you with me. Demand a trade from your team. Yeah, absolutely. Like these guys are all talking to each other, texting each other. These guys were friends uh, apparently in high school as well. So they've got that relationship. Uh, Paul George finished third in MVP voting this year. Kawhi was probably fourth or fifth. They don't reveal the uh, other than the top three, but Kawhi was up there as well. But these guys, uh, you know, they all talk to each other. Paul George probably like, yeah, I'm in. Uh, see what you can do. And then Kawhi talks to Masai Ujiri. He talks to the general manager of the LA Clippers and kind of sees what can happen and the Clippers are the team that worked out the deal. Do we know whether or not Kawhi gave that option to Masai Ujiri and the Raptors? Did he say, listen, Paul George is who I want to play with. If you can make a deal for him, I will sign uh, with Toronto. I'll sign with the Raps. Well, it depends on what you believe because there are the uh, the rumors out there that you know the, the Raptors and the Clippers were kind of being played against each other by Oklahoma City as a leverage play and the rumors would suggest that not only was Paul George a consideration to come to the Raptors, but so too was Russell Westbrook. Of course, the uh, the Raptors would have had to give up plenty of first-round picks and uh, three or four players off their roster. And I guess at the end, Masai Ujiri just decided, A, it wasn't worth it, or B, that he was just being used as leverage, and there never really was a deal in place. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, well, speaking of Masai, he is really going to earn his money now. Uh, what does he do now that uh, Kawhi Leonard has uh, packed his bags for Los Angeles? Well, unfortunately for the Raptors right now, uh, because it took so long for this to play out, all the top-named free agents are off the board. So you can't go that route. And if you're Masai Ujiri, and general manager Bobby Webster, uh, if you want to rebuild the team right now and go for a championship, you pretty much have to go the trade route. And if you go that route, you're either giving up players off the roster who are part of the core or the future of the team and more first-round picks. And do you really want to do that if Kawhi Leonard is no longer around? And looking ahead to next year, uh, only two players are under contract for the Raptors after next season, and those are OG Ananobi and Norm Powell. So... I don't know how much you can really do going into the season, but let's not forget the Raptors were a good team last year without Kawhi Leonard in the lineup. They went 17 and five during the regular season when he didn't play for the load management days. And they looked good in a lot of those games. And a guy like Pascal Siakam is a guy that I look to going forward this season, not to replace Kawhi Leonard because that's impossible, but he's the, he's the most improved player in the league. 
And I think he's a guy that can really, you know, lead the charge this season if the Raptors want to have any chance of contending. Well, listen, I mean, the Raptors certainly are and were a great team uh, without Kawhi in the lineup, but I don't think, uh, I mean, Kawhi was the MVP, right? Uh, They would not have gotten to the top of the mountain. I think uh, you can make a pretty convincing argument without him. They need need a replacement for him, don't they, Rob? Yeah, but how do you do that, right? Like, how do you replace a guy who's arguably the best two-way player in the NBA? And, you know, there's a lot of talk now that you look ahead to 2021, and that's the year that Giannis Antetokounmpo is a free agent from the Milwaukee Bucks, and he's the reigning MVP. And apparently, he has a good relationship with Masai Ujiri. But you can't plan for two, year, two years down the road, right? Like, you can't bank on a guy signing with you as a free agent and coming to Canada and all that stuff. So I think you kind of stick with the core that you have right now, go into the season, see how you're doing at least at the All-Star break, and then take it from there. All right, just finally, what do you think when the Clippers come to town to play the uh, Raptors, what will the reception be for Kawhi Leonard? Standing ovation and uh, just uh, thanks from Raptors fans, or do you think Kawhi is going to get the same sort of treatment that John Tavares got when he returned to Long Island? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, like, I think this reaction that most Toronto fans are having, uh, you know, understanding that he's going home, I think a lot of fans were warmed up to this by the fact that Tavares signed with the Leafs last year, and you know, Islander fans were, were not happy about the move, obviously. But, you know, you can't say that, you know, it was a great decision for John Tavares to come home and then say that Kawhi Leonard is, you know, a heel. Yeah, criticize him for making the same fan. decision. So, yeah, I think the, the only real thing that can happen here is that he comes back and he gets a long-standing ovation. Thank you for what you did for the city, for this franchise. But as far as, you know, looking ahead to retiring his number, or a statue or anything like that, I think that's uh, reserved for guys like Kyle Lowry, who has put his heart and soul into this team for many years and was a key contributor to bringing the uh, the championship to Toronto. Yeah, wouldn't it be something when the Clippers come to town if uh, it's a load management game for Kawhi and he doesn't suit yeah, up? I, like the schedule, we don't know the <laughs> schedule yet. I think that case scenario is you have the Clippers open in Toronto on the first day of the season. <laughs> you know, Just get it out of the way, have them there for the banner going up, and then let him get on with the rest of his career. If it's late in the season, this is going to drag out more than anyone wants it to. Yeah, or make it the Christmas Day game. How about that? That would be pretty I cool. Think, I think they're already playing the Lakers. Oh, are they? So that's, that's going to be an interesting match. Absolutely. Rob Leth from Global Sports. Uh, Rob, thanks as always. Appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you.